Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Shall we play a game? All right, we'll see how this goes. Uh, you're a big video game player, Lori, right? No, not Ooh. at all. But I now that... um. No, Mike, do you work with Don and Steve High? And, I do. That's yeah, what that yeah. Is. Yep. I didn't know that the uh, category was video games. Yeah, you're gonna kill me. I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna lose so bad. So let me just say this to you: Did yeah. anyone on your team realize what your T-shirt says if it's wrinkled just right? <laughs> See. Oh. oh, yes. My father. I was wearing. Am that. I the only one? <laughs> no. My- and I'm like, does Steve Patterson know <laughs> that he's got the dirtiest T-shirt at the station? Did anyone tell him that the CFCK looks a lot like? I put that on, and my dad said, "You do realize that if you just kind of rearrange that shirt a little bit, what it says, right?" Yeah. And I said, "Oh, I guess we never thought of that." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rocco, I'm glad to know I'm not the only one who noticed this. That's good. Yeah, no. um, Yeah, when I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I really am. I I was like, I don't think anyone thought of that, but that would have been one of the, that would have been absolutely the first thing I would have thought of. Racco, having yes. the mind that I have. Uh, we haven't seen your mind. <laughs> I know. Why don't we ever have that? Have like that kind of, it's too dangerous as yeah, a probably. game, probably. Well, let's hope. Uh, Mike, you, you play a lot Mike? of video games? I play yeah. some video games, yeah. So we'll see how Is it, goes. it National Video Day it or something? Oh. Video Games Day. Okay. Right. Um, maybe, I don't know. I mean, there's vintage video games. Maybe. I loved sure. his Pac-Man, and I could lean over a Pac-Man machine and play the hell out of that thing. Okay, well, <laughs> I will read to you some descriptions of video games okay. uh, for the okay. most part. We'll see if you can uh, name the video game based on like the Wikipedia description. Got it. Okay. All right, let's start with this one. Uh, this one was invented in 1985 by a Soviet software engineer. Oh, Tetris. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Tetris, because you saw the damn movie. <laughs> Is there a Tetris movie? Oh, Casey went on and on and told me I needed to watch it because he watched it without me and he said... It was really a great movie. I think it's Apple, uh, yeah, Apple TV. Did, I think did is that you one. like it, Mike? It was very good, very fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Kind of dug into so a whole different side of Tetris you never really knew, and kind of the phenomenon yeah. how it grew with the. I uh, hated guys that played that game. In fact, if you played that game around me, that was no more dates. If sure. I knew you were a Tetris <laughs> guy, 
I was like, they're no, not going to be any fun. The way it tied all. into Game Boy and some things like that. So yeah. it was really awesome. All right. You're going to okay. kill me in this game. <laughs> well, all right. Let's try this one. How about this one? It's a two-dimensional sports game that simulates table tennis. The player controls. Pong. Yes, Pong. Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> see, if it had been Julie and I, neither one of us, we could have made, you know, we would have said Ms. Pac-Man and Pac-Man and Tron for everything. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, yeah. was also a very annoying game. I just almost want to just give the game to Mike and have us <laughs> quiz you, Rocco. Uh, Where'd know. you get that amazing shirt? Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty good. I think this one was eBay. Oh, it's so nice. good. It it like is something that my I feel like my dad would have, you know, worn out at to the NCO club on date night with my mom. <laughs> You know, you know, Laura. I saw a band last night that you would probably like. They were a, they're a Finnish bluegrass band that plays like hard rock cover songs. Oh, I oh, really wow. love that. Yeah, there's at the Turf Club. Oh, it shoot, been, it would have been a good. There was like a, a court, like a button accordion, oh. a ma- um, mandolin. Oh, a banjo. Rocco, that sounds like fun. But concert Connie became um, Paris Patty and Done with concerts for a while. Yeah, because Janelle Monet was at the Armory last night, and I was like curious i've how i didn't see a review this morning so i figure the show went uh, later i think i saw a review that was Online. said it was okay oh really said it wasn't their favorite performance of oh hers. no i don't know i wanted to like that new album but i don't know that i do okay i don't know i love the olivia rodrigo well that that's so many good songs are you gonna watch the vmas tonight you guys absolutely yeah yeah can't wait to check it out. It's going to be a fun place we're, to actually have celebrities in one desperate. spot. It's going to be awesome. We're desperate. Yes. And it's always been a fun show for mm-hmm. fashion and the music performances. And now all these rumors about NSYNC, I'm kind of excited about. Yeah, they're just presenting. Oh, is that all it is? Oh, Hell come yeah. On. Justin Timberlake hexed Aaron Rodgers. Don't you know that? At the game last night. That was the word. He was hexed him. Mm-hmm. Like Drake hexes people oh, at yeah. sporting events. Did you guys know that? Yeah, as soon as he shows up wearing somebody's gear, they're, yeah, they're getting knocked they're done. out. Yep. Well, apparently that JT JT's is getting that, but I, you know they're not performing. And okay, you know he's now showing up as a nostalgia act at something oh. he used to be the main event. I am here for it, <laughs> Rocco. And uh, Prince wore the assless pants, the yellow beautiful <laughs> yes. suit, ninety one to the VMAs. He looked, oh. So great. He showed a lot. He showed a lot. And he, you know, he dressed uh, like the ladies are dressing right now. Uh, with butt, their butts but, hanging out. Yeah, their butts hanging <laughs> out chaps. and lace and peekaboo. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was always ahead of his time on many things. All right. All right. How about this one? This one. This I'm doing everything game... I can not to <laughs> Just delay it as much as possible. Yeah. This video game was created in Minnesota. It's a text-based strategy video game in which the player... As the leader of a wagon train. Oh, controls Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. I mean, this is like we are talking <laughs> another language. Uh, Rocco, did you did ever play this in grade it, school? You had to, you we know. were just, I absolutely did. We were just talking 1883. Basically, yeah. a lot of the early 1883 is, base, is just Oregon Trail. Yeah, it's a lot right. of the same it things, a lot of the same challenges, how they're going to get across the river, who I, died of dysentery. It's all basically the yeah, same. Yeah, I, I have a confession to make. At the same time that video games, I think, were really popular, I was more interested in going out. Sure. Out, yeah. mm-hmm. out, out, out. That makes sense. Yeah. I was definitely more interested in playing a lot of Donkey yeah. Kong and stuff. Yeah, because of your age. Yes. It all depends on what age you were and the when these all came about. I would have wanted to go out to an arcade. 
Yeah. Oh, and and you know what? I did love no doing that, like seventh, mm-hmm. eighth, ninth grade. That was that yeah. was fun. You could always meet people there. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. All right. How about this? I bet you you'll get this one. Uh, who played the title character in 2001's Lara Croft Tomb Raider? Oh, Angelina Jolie. There you go. Oh, there nice. I always forget that was based on a video game. <laughs> yes, it was. Did you guys very play fun it? One. Yeah, it was fun. Adventure type. It yeah. was very like you're running through caves and oh, you're jumping my, through trying to. Yeah, it was yeah. Fun. My nephews would be very disappointed. Although we haven't really come to any of the games that they played, so maybe I'm going to do. We'll see. Surprisingly, well, I do know games from them. All right. How about this? This is from 1981. Mm. Uh, your amphibian starts at the bottom of the screen, which Batman? can which contains a horizontal road occupied oh, Frogger. by. Yes. Oh my God! Wow. I don't even know that. Got to go through traffic without being hit by a bus or a yeah, semi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that was not anything I was doing. I always thought the ladies kind of liked Frogger. Yeah, it seemed like stoner people. When I, I don't know. That wasn't. I was like, that wasn't a turn on. Yeah, well, maybe this one. Uh, this one is from 2009. It's uh, invented in Finland. Mm-hmm. The player controls a flock of multicolored characters that are attempting to save their eggs from green-colored pigs in each stage of oh, gameplay. Oh, Angry Birds. Angry, Angry Birds. Yes. Remember when that was a That's thing? That's all we were doing for a while. It yes. was... Wow. I never did that. I luckily escaped that one by age I, two. Oh, I figured that might have been one of yours, you know? No, I... I I've just I I don't like playing games. Uh, I, I guess that's what I'm learning yeah. right now. It was, it was that one. I've and... avoided game. <laughs> I mean, I like more of a physical game. Yeah, it was that one right into Candy Crush, and then after you played it for a while, you realized this is just never going to end. Yeah, like, right. I think this is the concept. Obviously, it was the concept that to keep selling ads and just have it never end. But it, uh, I'm more of a completionist, so as soon as I realize, okay, this isn't going to stop anytime soon, I got to just stop, or I'm going to, you know, do okay, nothing else. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, okay. How about this? It's five to one. Ooh, by the way, let's, let's go back. You to the deserve 70s. your CPC. <laughs> yeah. Okay. University there degree. <laughs> I cannot wait to give Steve about that. Please, I cannot wait. All right, this is from 1978. Uh, it's a shoot 'em up arcade video this game. This is Pac-Man. This uh, is Pac-Man. It's shoot, it involves shooting. Shoot 'em up. You uh, you have a laser cannon that moves horizontally across the bottom of the screen and oh. fires at aliens overhead. Asteroid. Uh, it's Something close. like that. Metroid or um, meteorite or the aliens called? begin uh, shifting downward each time they reach the screen edge. Yeah, what the heck was that called? Uh, here's a little. Here's what it sounded like. The goal is to eliminate all of the aliens by shooting them. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Asteroid is Two all. Words. To Asteroid City. S-I. S-I. Mm-hmm. S-I. We don't the know. first word is space. Oh, space, space invaders. invaders. <laughs> oh, jeez, yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know that I ever played that. I definitely, either. I think I played that game at an arcade. In, no, in uh, Grand Theft Auto, you can actually play that game oh, as a character. Okay. It's like a very meta thing where you're okay. as a character playing in a video game, playing a game from the 70s. That's cool. It was kind of weird. Uh, but how, kind of a cool But kind concept. of cool concept for yeah, sure, for, absolutely. Yeah. 
Let's get back into, how about a TV show? Uh, okay. can you Are we the... going to give us each a point? Because we said Invaders, that exactly. I thought it was pretty close to tie, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you name the 2013 post-apocalyptic video game that was turned into a 2023 HBO series? Uh, Last of Us. The Last of Us. Oh, God, that so was good. such a great Both show. the game and the show. Oh, I never played the game, but oh. man, I love the show. They did such a wonderful job of turning that game, which was so well-written and so, I it mean. It was so incredible. When you got done playing that game you were like man this is such an amazing story i wish other people could experience this and no you can with the series i love it i like that yeah well this was a movie a 2020 movie featuring james marsden as the title character's best friend sonic the hedgehog Correct. That was a game? Yep. I never knew that. (laughs) Sonic and Tails, yep. I never knew that was this I really Sega Genesis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a whole I have a whole whole you know, of no knowledge except a few names. Well, how about this one? What mm-hmm. game featured levels that went in this order? Cherry, strawberry, orange, oh, that was apple, candy crush, melon. Well, that's Candyland. That's Pac Man right that's there. Pac-Man. That's Pac Man. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. I played that game. I actually liked that game. Right. I forgot uh-huh. they were chasing all those little fruits. Mm-hmm. Yes. The fruit and the and the pretzel. Yeah. Right. Oh gosh, I just loved. It. And then Ms. Pac Man yes. came along, and that was even more fun because then she was eating like bows and. That's right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other that's where things. the pretzel came in. All right, yeah. well. I, that was a wipeout. Uh, so yeah. CP, it, going to the University of CPCK <laughs> is better than the University of LoJ when it comes to video game. There's zero knowledge. That's probably true. That I was that kind of prepared that, that game for you and Julia. No, it was perfect, Mike. That topic kind of smacked me right in the face. So. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was just perfect for you, and thank you of course. Uh, for coming in and Anytime. playing the game. And go ahead and, you know, do what. What you will with uh, now your second observation about your State Fair t-shirt. <laughs> if no one has shared it with Steve, maybe you're the perfect person to do it. Wear that tomorrow and strategically place it into yeah, the camera a right. certain way. And hey, not just not just my dad has noticed it. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. All right, love it. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's uh, Lori here for MSP Airport, and um, having just. Um, Traveled to Paris a week ago. Uh, we left on Saturday night. We had like an evening flight, like a 9.30 flight. And I was just like, oh, you know, and, you know, it was Labor Day weekend. I didn't it looked and didn't seem like it was busy. But I was like, Casey, let's just get out there early. It's international flight. He's wise to my ways. I just like getting to the airport early. I wanted to get a, I wanted to have a drink. I wanted to stop at Mill City Tavern. Then we were going to pop in somewhere else. He was going to look. I wanted to get another book to get. Anyway, it was just fun to get there, to be checked in and ramble around and get something good to eat and shop. And just, it was nice. It just felt like the trip was starting as soon as we arrived. So MSPAirport.com for all your information about restaurants and parking and more. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, I totally got, uh, now I know how Julia feels. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. 
Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sometimes <laughs> when we play games. That's funny because Rocco said to me, he told me the topic, and originally I was going to play, but I had to get a couple things done. And when he told me the topic, I said, I'm that, like, uh, I said that being video games, I go, well, now she can finally <laughs> feel what it feels like, like to lose. <laughs> Lost. I have absolutely just like even the one game I knew, I Pac Man, huh? I, I I didn't follow the strawberry clue, even though of course the strawberry and whatever the moons, the moons and the pretzel, yeah. Ah, jeez, Pac- Mrs. Pac- but Pac-Man it was kind of it was kind of it was fun. It was fun to really realize what uh, I have a just complete like there's a zero gap. <laughs> of um, any kind of interaction, fondness, or memory, except I did like playing uh, Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man and Pac-Man, but Ms. Pac-Man, a stand-up one, it was kind of fun. Be a fun way to meet guys sometimes Absolutely. in the arcade. Oh area. yeah, oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I there's nothing better than the you know, good old pinball. This is quarter quarter video games. That yeah. was that's what the time when video. Now they're too complicated. But moving on to something that's gotten real complicated. What uh, the Kevin Costner Christine Bob Garner divorce continues to. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, well, what did Kevin's lawyers <laughs> let us know now? See, this is the funny part. I love that you say that because they definitely let us know about this. But they're saying that it's only his lawyers are dem- are saying this, but. Here's the deal. So she, Christine Baumgartner's asking Kevin Costner's lawyers to pay back the $885,000 that she just spent to get, she try spent and get more money to try to get more money oh. out. She's asking him to pay no. all of her legal fees. Oh no. Wasner calls this nothing short of outrageous. That is uh Laura Wasner is Wasser. is Ke- Wasser, excuse me, being Kevin's lawyer. Mm-hmm. She added that uh, the judge had already enforced a prenup and this, you know, that she's going down a dead end. And yeah, the judge is probably not going to rule in her favor on this. Not at all. And basically, I mean, I don't know, but doesn't they, it seem silly? It seems silly because she lost the case. Yeah, that she's trying. You know, she, she was yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to ask for a, what two hundred forty eight thousand dollars a month for you child know what? support. It must be. She must really. It must be a cold slap in the face to go from having. Ten million dollars a year to spend on whatever the hell you want. I'm just throwing that oh, yeah, number out yeah. there. To now living on a million dollars a year. It's going to, even or though, whatever that, it is, even though that seems like easy for some people, but when you go from one to another, it's probably going to be pretty tough for her. They're also saying, though, so they want Kevin to foot the bill for. But what, his lawyer is letting us know that the legal p- papers have been filed. I feel like she's not going to win this. No, and there's, she's know. billing 1106 hours to justify this fee, and they're just like, there's no way. Yeah. They're they're questioning the amount of hours that she put yeah. out there and they're also like you said all of his they even made a point to say that Kevin is, you know, Kevin has oh Kevin has already paid Christine $300,000 in legal fees already as well prior to this. So Well, I will say this. Kevin likes to fight via TMZ and TMZ is always on the man's side in the Hollywood divorce. Good point. They always are, and Laura Wasser is like she's uh, she's represented a lot of people, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, 
And TMZ was has always been very positive in their Brad Pitt coverage, and yeah. it's, she's letting us know. But obviously, this is something that's, uh, you know, the, Kevin. They they've they, he's made a choice to be fighting this out loud. Yes, but his, through his lawyers, through his lawyers, not him yes, directly, not and him that, directly. And they're making that note uh, quite a few times. That this yeah. is not Kevin saying this. This is us demanding, yeah. you know. And it's like, all right, we get it. It's Kevin so from behind messy. the scenes. It's it is so messy. It's very messy. Yeah. Um, let's go over to the one and only Taylor Swift. Now, uh, there is a rumor out there. Well, according, I, to, you know, do you think she's showing up at the VMAs today? I think so. She's not on tour. She's not on tour. She's got a place in New York. Mm-hmm. I think she was seen over the weekend. That would be the ultimate kick out for the VMAs to bring her out at the end somehow for for just just to to even talk. Yeah, well, she's the most nominated, so I think she'll show up. She's always shown up for this award show. This is the show that Kanye famously took the moon man away from her, and I'm going to let you finish in a minute. Oh, that was awkward. Yeah, Yeah. so hopefully, you know, I could see her showing up tonight, but right now there are rumors, according to the Daily Mail, that uh, she is hanging out with Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. The guy who kind of dropped her name and said, "I'd like ever, yeah. I'd like to know if she's like he did that as a wish in some interview." He did an interview. He mentioned that he would like to meet her. He, in fact, went to their show in Kansas City. And he's very cute. He's very, 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 and he's recently out of a, a recent uh, relationship, okay. so he's single. I see him in a lot of ads. He's quite charming. I don't know if he and his brother both do ads or if it's this guy. They have a podcast together. Okay. They do ads together. I just remember their mom. Um, I just, that's the one thing I remember out of the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl brothers. Are they twins? Yeah, no, they're not twins. They're just brothers. Played on each team. They played one played for the Eagles and yes, one played for such Kansas a great City. Story. And the funny thing is, is he's saying that so he made a bracelet for her with his phone number on it to try to give it to her at the Kansas City show. Oh but my she, gosh, she, that's so cute. Yeah, but she wouldn't meet him, but somehow it got back to her and they've been apparently for they hung out a couple times in New York when oh, he was in New York right. recently. But he made a, a comment saying that he thinks that she wouldn't date him at first because she's actually from Philadelphia which means she's a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and his team beat the Eagles oh. in the Super Bowl this year. So he's like, maybe she didn't want to talk to me right away. But they might be, according to this source, they have been hanging out in New York City. Yeah, and they're like similar, like they're in good uh, like age range. Good age range, yeah, yeah. They're about they're similar in age, very, very at the peak of their careers, superstars. Yes. And he just seems like he would be fun oh he is oh he is he is a very i mean b- b- and what, nice nice fun he's outgoing it would be and a he's great big diet. he's a big tall he's a big man handsome man speaking yeah. of uh uh-huh. let's go with Listen uh speaking <laughs> well let's let's <laughs> let's go with uh tom brady and ira shank they were in new york city obviously for the michael coors new york fashion week he was she was but yeah. he was as well and he has a condo i found out in new york city oh. going back to my point earlier in the show where we could see oh. tom brady Is playing the jets? for Are the these jets two, did, did she wait in a chauffeured suv for him to she get home she did she waited he oh, doesn't have a key yet she waited for nearly 10 minutes as he went in before her then they were together in the car oh, I he see. went in before her then she waited 10 minutes and she bolted in there well, so the nobody the other girlfriend bolted out the back door <laughs> <laughs> that being football in the New York Jets calling him to come play. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, I like it. These two are having a hot romance, too. Yes, they are. They are definitely hot and heavy. And Whoa. yeah, they were trying to hide it, but I don't think you can hide yeah, that one why anymore. Bother? Why bother? You're it's both, fun. We need the gossip. We do. And they're both a sexy couple. So yeah. have fun. Have fun. 
Hey, everybody. It's Testimonial Tuesday, and here we go. This is a Hammernecks testimonial. I got my Hammernecks coupon from the State Fair and decided to check them out. I worked with John at the New Hope location, which is right off of 169 and Bass Lake Road, and he was great to work with. He was knowledgeable without being at all pushy, which made me a lot more comfortable to shop. The whole process was really quick, too. As soon as I picked out the floors, I got a call on Thursday to schedule the install, and the team was out on Monday to work. They removed and installed a 1,000 square feet of floor in six hours. It looks fantastic. The installers they had out at my house were so nice and did a great job. I'll be recommending John and Hammernecks to anyone I know looking for new floors. And they're now open in Hudson, family-owned. You can trust these guys. They've got a huge inventory and fair pricing. That's hammernicks.com flooring solution. Oh my gosh. I mean, this study of debt today, I just really, I was like, <laughs> now come on. This is just too much of a study of duh. But here is the study. Here is what they've found out. <laughs> okay. Is that Latin, you know, is considered a dead language. Yeah, I took it in seventh grade. You did? Yeah, I went to Benil. That was oh, okay, part of yes. a Catholic, you know. Yes, these, okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's not all the way dead. But, but this was, I'm 38 years old. This right. was 20 years ago, so. But do, I mean, I guess people could still. It seems like it would be. What's well, the root of all words? Yes, that is correct. But so. other than that, it's kind of dead, absolutely. Yeah. Well, medical, everything is yeah. kind It's not a dead language. You're, but anyway. Good point. Uh, anyway, here's the say, majority of young adults think proper spelling doesn't matter anymore. And it's uh, like, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Well, that's a duh, but that's an oh, no. Well, in the thing is, is that. I mean, abbreviation, like I've always been an acronym and abbreviator because in college I took a, I took a class about how to go, how to be a speed writer, reporter. Like if you were at city hall or something and you were trying to write Take a notes. short yeah. note, shorthand and note. Yeah. That's what it was. That'd be so, good. So I always like, so it's a natural thing. And mm-hmm. then being a waitress, you know, Oh gosh. Yeah. GAC grilled American cheese, you know, <laughs> I mean, BL, I mean, there's all these, BLC, yeah. it's kind of already been this thing. So of course having phones and having text messages, text it's, it's, it's so, it's obvious. Who wants to sit, especially in the olden days when we had to press the numbers? Oh, T9 Word is what they called that. That was using T9 Word when you had to go to get to X. You had to hit one, two, three on the X, Y. But even on your old flip phone, phone yeah. I w- don't you remember texting? Oh, yeah. That's why people shortened everything up. You're right. Before we got the full keyboard, everything was abbreviated due to, yeah. Yes. And so you'd be going one, two, three to get to C. So everybody was talking in shorthand because mm-hmm. it was a lot of work for our thumbs. So thank you for telling us something <laughs> that... It seems like a real duh. And I don't think people are one bit worried about it. I think the only thing that people, like if you're doing emails that are like for business, I think that you should know the difference between there. Oh, thank you. There and And there. So there being someone else's possession are we here or are we there, there yep. or there as in the abbreviated they, they are. are. Yeah, so you yeah. should like know 
probably that kind of grammar in the sense of business. Mm -hmm. But like with your friends and stuff, who the hell? I mean, they're saying it's a generational thing, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of people know shorthand from... I don't know, a like variety said, be, of things. Being in the service industry, especially, or if, like you said... In the military, military, they talk acronyms. Absolutely. But uh, I just think now that this generation is more driven by it, and I find that it comes out in conversation. That's where I get weirded when, out. When well, people say LOL. Yeah, like, oh, LOL. I'm like, oh, you could just laugh right now. Yeah, right, <laughs> you know? right. Like, yeah, that I find, is kind of... I find it in conversation to be a little weird. But other than that, yes, 100% a part of our daily life. Yeah, yeah. and for people who don't know, IKR is I know right, <laughs> and um, NP, no problem, and IMO, in my opinion. This IDK, is, I don't know. I don't know, too. Yeah. So, But anyway, a lot, they're they're saying that, you know, that, well, the young people just don't care about it. And I'm like, well, it's because they don't have to anymore. And that makes sense. But they do have to when it comes to business and grammar. I agree. That would be my mo- There's one. a professional side of it that needs to be paid attention to. But if you're amongst friends, do what you got to do. Get the message out. I agree. Yeah. Talking code, for God's sakes, if you have to. That has happened. It certainly has. And of course, same thing with like capital letters. Like, I remember one time somebody said to me, she goes, why don't you ever capitalize anything when you text me back? And I go, you're joking, right? You know, <laughs> because that wouldn't even occur Yeah, to like capitalize. You're just like my friend. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't, I know yeah. that you're not going to judge, judge me. me. Yeah. You know, I know that your name starts with a big letter. <laughs> Seems the pretty capitalized obvious. letter, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now this is this one I brought up today only because I had to get involved with sports today due to the scandalous Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, and and you know, just like uh, karmically cursed. We don't know. Justin Timberlake was. Did he curse him? Was it yeah. a Green Bay Packer? thing was it his own car we don't know what happened but we feel bad for the guy because i do think he was excited to chase tom brady chase tom he put a lot of work into revamping an image he took part in down i mean he was going to shows he was he being, was he showed up at beyonce and taylor he, and he was a you he know, was embracing right. new york city yeah, and he hadn't were, he hadn't had a chance to do that in green yeah. bay because he established and yeah, so as much as there is a little karma thing there, this is tough for everybody from just a... Okay, so what number did he have when he was at Green Bay? 12. Okay, because this is a study, and I don't know if it's a dub, maybe you know it, but to me, I remember always thinking if I ever did play professional badminton, I would be <laughs> number seven. That's okay. my number two. I love that. Three and, se- three and seven are my two numbers. But yes. I would just be seven because it's such a slimmy number. It is. And okay. it brings it down to the waist. Entirely. Yes. Well, does your favorite number look fat? Some athletes choose lower numbers to look slimmer. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers picked an eight it. because he's 40 and he's already wearing green and white oh. so he picked that number to look slim that's that that there's there is that that is a lot a very common thing in the nfl is it? it's mostly with wide receivers now i'm gonna i hate to bust your bubble on this okay. one the reason why he decided not to take 12 was because of the infamous joe namath 
Oh, got Joe it. Namath wore twelve, and I think I'm pretty yeah, sure, yeah. out of respect to the old sexy Joe, he said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna d- take away from and that." And then when he modeled it, and he realized that eight made him look slimmer. It did, though. I noticed it last night. It did bring him down a little bit. Uh, yes, that. And so anyway, they did something from UCLA. Did a, mm-hmm. a psychological explanation because there's this long-standing belief about how athletes choose their Iconic uniform numbers in 2019, an ESPN report explored why men, many NFL wide receivers opted for jersey numbers between 10 and 19. Mm -hmm. The investigation discovered that many felt the lower numbers made them appear to run faster than higher numbers. Yep which typically allocated to their position starting in the 80s. Yes. And then they changed the rule. In 2004, they did. They changed it to allow. Yeah, it used to be ride with wide. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Receivers, this is very common amongst them because they want to look slender and fast. And they used to only be allowed to wear 80 through 89. Yes, which is a sick you know number. all this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember when this happened because, I mean, well, if you know in the town here, Randy Moss, I mean, this 84. is like, I, I just don't, I think that a lot of people don't associate football players with being fashion a big masculine athlete that they would be self-conscious about their body image and aware of it and be deliberate yeah this is the part that's not a duff for me but okay so keep continue so they changed the rule they changed the rule because also in college they didn't have that same rule so a lot of these young kids growing up were, were wearing small you know these with this aspect of wearing smaller numbers to look slender so as this generation from the last 15 years came up they were requesting that and then in 2004 they gave them the opportunity and if you look does it I'm, look better on it, tape it does I'm not, i mean after hearing and learning about this myself every time i notice it now like for example number seven we had a our, our one of our cornerbacks is number seven and i'm like Damn, that number looks good on him. Yeah. And it, it, I wow. never in my life would have ever thought that on a football game. I'm like, it's just the number. But yeah, no, there's there's something to be said there. And it makes them look slender, feel slender, and faster. And if it's sometimes, you know, it's how you look and how you feel is how you perform. Well, the, the professors at USA or UCLA said, um, you know, uh, by 2019, 80% of wide receivers select numbers between 10 and, and 19. 19. Yep. And the, the, what UCLA, they said it supports, strongly supports the idea that the brain uses learned associations between numbers and size when determining body size. Yeah. And so anyway, it emphasizes statistical learning of a core's cognitive function. Now, that's where this this is where this is like oh my gosh <laughs> they are really studying the brain yes yes but it was 
It's too much for me. I don't understand what well, I'm reading. Going well, it makes sense. Go to, look, just look at the Vikings receivers now. In the past, Chris Carter was 80. Randy Moss was 84. Jake Reed, when the old dynamic, yeah. the, the the three P thing, they were he was 86, I believe. <laughs> Would Racy be proud of us right now? He might we're be. We're going deep. Yeah. But now you got KJ Osborne. He wears 17. He's our yeah. third receiver. Our second receiver, Addison, is the new guy. He wears number three, and our big guy, Justin Jefferson, wears 18. And right. and my and Thielen, our old, you know, the old. Minnesota local guy. He wore 19 while he was here. So, so way to go because you know it's helping people UCLA understand more about what the brain does. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. It so. is true. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Remember that one time on Jason and Alexis? Sean Diddy Combs is getting conveniently the Global Icon Award at this year's MTV VMAs. Mm, Alexis, you had a good observation about this in the Dirt Alert update at the 7 a.m. hour. What did I say? <laughs> what was my observation? Oh, that the children, oh, the children. It's been 17 years. Oh, my oh God. that's right. I, I was like, I had valuable insight. What? You did, Lex. <laughs> you did, Lex. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Listen live, 6 to 9, or anytime on the My Talk website or app. Olivia Rodrigo to play this so bad today. Yeah. Well, I don't care any of the songs. It'll be great, but I want her to be... I want a banger. Yeah, and this one is Bad Idea Right. I yeah, love this song. It's, it's, it's a, such a great... different sound for her. I love oh, it. Oh, so good. The VMAs are on tonight, people. The MTV Video Music Awards. The red carpet has already started. Naked, more of the same fashion. <laughs> yes. But we're just happy to see people. Performers also include Doge Cat, Fall Out Boy, Demi Lovato, Kelsey Ballerini, and, of course, Cardi B with Megan The Stallion. That's not bad. That's a good crew. Yeah, and this series premiere of, uh, well, first there's a trailer you guys have to look at, and um, thank you, Jason, for the show prep. Apple TV has released its (laughs) first trailer for Monarch Legacy Legacy of Monsters. Apparently, it is part of the MonsterVerse that has Godzilla. I didn't know there was such a thing. I See, you're right there. And I didn't realize it until learning about this, but it makes sense. There's been many Godzilla movies. Godzillas, yes, you're right. And even uh, Millie Bobby Brown was in the most recent one from Stranger Things. This was about a couple years ago. So I just love this now show side of the Godzilla side of everything. It's a show, not a movie. It's a show, and it is... um, um, kind of Kurt Russell is in it. Uh, his son Oliver uh, that he had with Goldie Hawn, Oliver, um, whatever his name is, or Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. Russell. Yep. And the special effects are incredible. John Goodman is in it. I know, right? It really looks fantastic. Yeah, the in the trailer, which is posted to the Lori and Julia show page, and you can check it out. There is one scene where John Goodman is referring to something in the past, and they they show what looks to be like. Vietnam footage or something yes. from a beach, and then you see, you know, like these big spikes come out of the water. So it, it, the storytelling is going to be epic, epic and include the fifties, the now, the seventies. It's going to go good special effects. Yes, and if you look at, um, we love the post-apocalyptic feel, and there is this. They show in the trailer what San Francisco would look like if Godzilla ran through it and the Golden Gate Bridge is torn down. That's what I love. I just love to see how people depict what the world would look like in Crumble. Yeah, I know. It's like this weird thing that we have in common, but many people do like this. And I suppose Oliver plays the young Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah, because they're going the time factor. That could be. 
mm, back and forth. Anyway, it just looks it looks really really good. And the other show that looks really good, and I had no idea. You know, I I I'm all worried that Paramount is gonna that David Zavs is gonna do something to the CW. They already abruptly yeah. canceled Nancy Drew. They are just they're well. They've said that they're gonna be moving towards more. Reality-based television. Well, what they've done, we here's on the CW tonight. You know, my 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 station, my mm-hmm. longtime station, the Swarm is on, mm-hmm. and I've been seeing the trailers for it, and I'm like, what the heck is this? Despite the Swarm is actually a European production from Germany. Okay. And it's one of the most expensive Germany television productions ever conceived. About $43 million for this oh, show. Oh, whoa, okay. And it's justified by the show's source material. This is from Collider. Based on the critically acclaimed science fiction novel by author Frank Schotzing. Schotzing. The swarm follows a group of scientists who are trying to uncover the reason behind the unusually aggressive behavior Behavior being exhibited by the ocean's animal. The series releasing in 2023 of all years is coincidental given events like recent killer whale attacks and the Titan submersible implosion, which generated a fear of of the ocean and all the life forms and everything. And it already premiered overseas this year, but it's got this distribution deal on the CW Mm -hmm. and it actually... I'm watching the trailer right looks now without sound. Really good. It looks visually stimulating, but there's a scene right now where a big giant blue whale goes down under a tourist boat, comes up, and then plops its belly. Like you said, this aggressive they're they're trying to study this unique aggressive behavior uh in animals and Yeah, and if you don't have the CW, you can stream it on the CW's website all for free with ads. And it could end up at Max if it does well at CW because Warner Brother owns On CW. CW. Yeah, good point. Everything, but yeah. So if you wanna watch like a really sounds like a great show, it looks good. It does look. Good, <laughs> it looks really it? good. I mean, I'm, I like I said, I, without the sound, I just watched the trailer and. Very visually stimulating, very cool. Yeah. A unique take. Another on a show. apocalyptic. Ranch. I know. Another where the world is. We love to. We love yeah. to live vicariously with all these problems, not in reality, but yeah. on a TV show. Yeah. yeah. And the second season of Wrexham is on tonight on FX. That's the Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yes. Um, football show, and then Andy Cohen has Kristen Cavallari and Whitney Rose on, and Michelle Wolf has her three-part uh, stand-up special. And she is funny, Michelle Wolf. It's great to be here on Netflix. And we're talking to Maria Bamford tomorrow, like, tomorrow or Thursday. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it might have been Thursday. I think You're it's right. Thursday. It was. Yes, it is Thursday. Yeah, we have a great author on uh, tomorrow, and the season finale of Beat Shazam is on. And of course, you've got a good old America's Got Talent. Oh yeah, and yeah. don't forget the lyrics. Yeah, but we'll be watching. We'll be watching the VMAs, VMAs tonight. Yeah, I'm already going crazy that the red carpet has uh, started, and I keep thinking, "Gee, I wonder if Casey's going to have to go to bed jet lag early." <laughs> he's been <laughs> fighting to stay awake till eight because he's an early riser. Oh, that's got to be so. Tough. His jet lag time to wake up is one thirty-two. Oh, in the morning because he's early riser. Yeah, and then you've got the kickback from your trip. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, last time, he, I just said to him, I said, darling, you've got to not be crabby with me over your jet lag. <laughs>
You know, yeah. but yeah, that's the thing with the early birds. They have the worst jet lag. That's oh, just a theory. It's, I think it's true. Yeah. I don't know if it's a theory. I think it's All true. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Yes, thank you. Job done. Off you go.